Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim... Oh, I was going to say Kim. And Amy. (laughs) I'm Amy. (laughs) Bring you spoiler-free recommendations, maybe, recaps and reviews, certainly, of whatever we read this week. So, Amy... If I can impose upon you, if you're ready, what did we read this week? We read The Other Side of Midnight by Simone St. James. Yay, Simone St. James. And would you like to do the spoiler-free recap as a team? Okay, this is a judgment-free team. Judgment-free team. We're all on the same team here. It's the early 1920s. Yep. Yep. You're looking, in, yeah, I agree with you. Carry yep, on. We're you're in London. Great. We're following the story of Ellie Winter. Yes. And Ellie is a legitimate psychic. psychic. Yeah, medium. She can communicate with the dead. Yeah, but, but her... she doesn't. Yes, that's right. She makes her income instead by finding lost things. Yes. So we Through open physical with, contact. You know, she she asks you to bring like an object yeah. and then she can see where things associated that with that are. We discover that the reason that she doesn't do seances or do any of those things, which are really popular at this point in time because yeah. it's after the First World War and there was a big surge historically in... Wanting to contact people paranormal. who had died in the, at, like at war and so they had died away and a lot of the time not even bodies came home. No, it was So just... it's that sense of closure. So people being able to give closure. So she could have had a lot of work doing that, yeah. but we find out that her mother was disgraced as being a fraud yeah. and she had inherited this Wasn't she medium. like the Mystique was her like stage mm, name or whatever? Yeah, I think yeah. she's called La Mystique or something. Yeah. So her mum was La Mystique before her and then was exposed and disgraced by this society for yeah. science. They just, kind they, of. They're, they're a society. I can't remember what they're called, but they try and expose yeah. fraudulent mediums because their well, no, belief their is... charter kind of as an organization is to f- that they believe in real mediums and stuff but they want but... to show that people are or aren't yes that's right yeah they want scientific they want to scientifically kind of study mediums to work out or psychics to work out kind of what that actually is but in the process of doing that and wanting to scientifically test it they debunk a lot of people who are pretending to be mediums yeah, yeah. so the other key character in the story is Gloria, it begins with the S. I barely remember the first names of people in books. And Gloria was was a friend of Ellie, but they aren't friends anymore because Gloria is a medium who was proven to be legit by the new the society. Only one, the only one in all of the UK who'd been proven actually legit and had and worked quite closely with the society and not just the society. The other key character who I thought you were going to bring up before I was is getting there, the James dude. Hawley. Yeah. Who... And so Gloria worked quite closely with James, who was the investigator, the scientist who disproved Ellie's mum's power. Yeah. So there's bad, there's bad blood between Ellie and Gloria, but. The novel opens with... Oh, my God, you're so slow. So in the novel, at the very start, there is someone has come to Ellie to get a reading or whatever, and she's like, this is a lie. Like, what you've asked me to look for isn't lost. I don't know what you're doing here. Just go away. And she only takes kind of people by recommendation by other, like, it has to be word of mouth recommendation. So she's like, I don't know how you even got an appointment. Go away. And in the end, he's like, I just wanted to test if you were the real deal. Ellie manages to prove that she is. And he says, I am Gloria's brother. And 
she's dead. And and I think that and no one can work out what happened to her. But a note was left yes. for him, and he is estranged from Gloria. Because a note was yeah, left he's for him at the serious. hotel. He's quite a serious person and in she politics. Is, yeah, and she's a flapper, a flapper, and a mystique. So yeah, he was he abandoned her many moons ago. But she arrived at his hotel or place of residence and left him a note that said, Sit, "Go find Ellie if Winter." I'm, yeah, if I disappear. Or if something happens to me, find Ellie Winter. She is the only one who can help. And so he comes, shows her the note, and he has kind of access, whether he's like kind of hints that he's a spy or something. It works for MI something, something but it's never explicit. You no. just sort of assume. And so he asks her to look for Gloria, gives her the note, gives her a little packet of information that's like, here's everything the police have. Go and find out what's going on. And... Uh, because obviously Gloria was kind of all wrapped up in the society people, James is also kind of looking into the same thing and follows Ellie and then they kind of team up. And that's it. They want to find out what happened to Gloria. Sorry, I took that off you. You can go first. Would you recommend the other <laughs> no, side no, of the you can go first. Oh, really? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really – this was kind of different to other Simone's it and James's for me. It was different because it wasn't as scary. Nowhere near as scary. Though there were bits of it that I found scary, mm. but I found it scary because of – like, so obviously Gloria died under suspicious kind of circumstances, and there are some pretty scary people who are a part of that process. So and so those people obviously scary. don't want – Ellie to find out what she's trying to find out. So those people are quite scary. And so those moments I found a bit scary. It's in in a different way. As like a thriller. It's not scary. It's a thriller that has dead people that appear. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Because of that, it's not a haunting of a specific place and the mystery they're trying to solve isn't ancient either which i also like whereas in a lot of yeah in a lot of simone st james it's something that happened quite a long time ago and is long long past and long dead and this isn't this isn't that i really enjoyed gloria's character who you find out about in kind of through through ellie and in flashbacks and i really enjoyed her really enjoyed ellie really enjoyed james and they're the ones you kind of spend the most time with it moves really quickly it was quite Mm -hmm. fast paced yep and I just liked everybody, and it was a great romp. Did you enjoy the nice little crossover to your inquiry into love and death? So we know how long-time <laughs> listeners of the podcast will know, A, that I enjoy, for the most part, Simone St. James, and B, that I love, love, love inquiry into love and death. And <laughs> because of a – what's the reason you love because, an inquiry into love and death, Kimberly? Because I adore the inspector who's in it. <laughs> And well, how'd you describe him? Hot as toast. He was hot as toast. He was great. I love his character. How is he relevant to this book? Because he is the inspector investigating Gloria's death. So he's in it in little bits and pieces and occasionally references like his fiance. And you're like, ah! <laughs> I'm it, so excited because I, oh, I, I read this it. book before I read An Inquiry oh, yeah. into Love and Death. And I was like, oh. 
I read this book because I had enjoyed. Yeah. So I read it for his tiny cameo, but I enjoyed the whole book on its own. But I did, I did pick this one. Experience. Yeah, in terms of like which Simone St. James should I read next? That is why I chose this one. And the thing that actually does from an actual narrative perspective as opposed to just, like, my literary crush that I have on that character is he – because if you know that he's had his own kind of experience in Inquiry into Love and Death, when people are like, well, how do you know we should go here, Ellie? Because I touched an object of Gloria's and had a flashback and know that this is where we should go because I am a psychic. This inspector is like, okay. (laughs) And she's like, why would you believe me? Do I need to prove it? And he he's says, like, I don't want to talk about he's it. He's like, I don't think we need to go into it. Let's just say I'm very open-minded. <laughs> and you're like, ah, like picturing so, it. Yes. So that was great. And yeah, and, and it's kind my... of twisty turny. There's some really good moments in it. I really liked it. Yep. Loved it. Your turn. I also really enjoyed this book. I would totally recommend it's it. It's funny too. Like it's a it's a bit funny and rompy. It has some nice like there are some really tense moments and then it gets oh, yeah. broken with humor. The tense moments are really freaking tense. Yeah. Like you said the, the scariness in this is not the ghost. We see them. They're freaky in their descriptions, but mm. at no point do they actually threatening. They're not vengeful ghosts. No. Like in some of um, well, like in, in Inquiry, in Inquiry into, into Love and Death, death yeah. and The Haunting of Maddie Claire, which we've previously yeah. reviewed, have vengeful ghosts yeah. that can cause harm to people. And these ones, they're just spirits. Yeah. Um, what do they say? They haven't yet crossed over or something? Um, she explains. Sort yeah, of. she does. There is an. So that meant I was able to manage my fear. It was like people fear as opposed to. It, it yeah. became like. There's no assassins after me, novel. so I'm okay. I don't have to internalize this fear kind of thing. But the characters were great. I really enjoyed She writes great characters, doesn't she? It was first person, but yeah. Ellie was really Ellie was great as a first person. I think she writes those first person like strong solo nineteen so, twenties females really yeah, well. She does. So much so though that I kind of forgot it was first person very quickly. Mm. So that's good. Excellent. I think that bodes really well. The character of James was really nicely... Nicely developed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Gloria quite as much at the beginning. It took me a while to warm to her. Oh, me too. Because, but I think that was the nature of it. I yeah. suppose now upon reflection I'm like, I even like her sort of thing. Because at the beginning you're like, oh, what a bitch. <laughs> and then as it goes on and as you discover what, you know, Gloria's world, I was like, oh, I liked her a lot more. I enjoyed that this book, I think more than some of the others that are set in this period of time, was very much about was responding to that historical event of World War One, And I really enjoyed that it was like, yeah, in terms of here is ghosts. this society yeah. that is suffering this loss and here was a way that people were dealing with it. Because certainly Inquiry into Love and Death deals with the same, deals with World War One as well, but it in did. a totally different way. In an absolutely in an different absolutely way. absolutely totally but, different but way. But this was like in these trendy parties, yeah. people are having these seances and you've got this group of people who are, that's why the new society yeah. exists, who are trying to profit off people's grief. Yes. And here's a woman who actually can do that and can wield that power but chooses not to. 
and is trying to use that power to work out what happened to, to her friend. A friend. Yeah. I thought that was just really interesting world building. Yeah. And it made it such a fascinating and vivid and enjoyable and believable read. Even though it was about completely implausible things. Yeah. It was wonderful. Okay, would you say it's trash or treasure? I I will treasure this book. Me too. I'll I, read it. Again I and again. loved the crossover, so reading it once, yeah. uh, I was like, "Huh, I wonder what that guy's backstory is." And then I was like, "Oh my god, he has a backstory!" Yeah, he does. I was so oh, thanks to Moments so at James lovely. for rewarding us as readers with yes. that little like beautiful. <sighs> so good. Yeah, really, really well written. Really engrossing. Yeah. And, and the sort of resolution of the mystery was really satisfying. It's so and, satisfying. Yeah, it was really yes. satisfying. Like, read. I can picture it in my head. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. And I like when I want a like 20s strong female character that isn't Franny Fisher, this is becoming my go to. Yeah, nice. That's lovely. All right. So, that's a pretty glowing recommendation this week. That's all we have time for. Join us next time where we will give you more recaps, spoiler-free, reviews, and potentially glowing recommendations of whatever you read that week. But until then, stay safe and not too spooked out. And happy reading. Happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.